This is a Crib Room podcast. Bringing you industry news, views and happenings. This is a Crib Room podcast thanks to Beacon Minerals. Information contained in this podcast is available via the website beaconminerals.com.au and via ASX release. Look up the code BCN at asx.com.au. Joining us today is Graham McGarry, who is the Managing Director with Beacon Minerals, and alongside him, Darren Gaby, his first appearance on a Beacon Minerals podcast. He's the Registered Manager with the Geordie Gold Project. Graham, first of all, uh, welcome along and good to have you back here. Yeah, thanks a lot, Glenn, for the invitation, and uh, look forward to Darren's answers to the numerous questions that you've got. For it's him. a nice little handball, Darren. Welcome along, mate. It's your first opportunity to come and join us here on the Crib Room podcast. Yeah, thanks a lot, Glennie. Uh, nice <laughs> to be talking with you. Mate, I've just gone through some of these questions which I've got, and you're going to have a great initiation, put it that way. Um, let's start things off, though, back in November with the November production figures and some of the commentary around what came through the mill and also what came through the project for the month of November. 2,450 ounces of gold produced and 45,174 dry tons milled during the month. Tell us a bit more about those figures. I uh, know that um, pretty much all in line with budget with the 45,000 dry tons per annum, so we're very happy with that. Been having a few water issues um, over the last few months, so we finally got them under under control with uh, some water bores that we've uh, installed over the last couple of months, so that, that's made a fair dif- difference to the uh, the production rates so the guys are able to add the water that they need recoveries were up um in november as well so we've got over 90 percent recovery which is up by five percent on feasibility but up a couple of percent on uh, on our budget so yeah very happy with november beacon still expecting to exceed the current gold production guidance according to that release of 6,600 to 7,000 ounces for the december quarter as well obviously we're still into uh, the december quarter at the moment so we won't go too much into that as part of the podcast but um, overall, there's been, uh, I suppose, a few little tinkerings around the mill. Are you able to give us some further details on that? The CAPEX has been approved to install a gravity circuit out on site, um, which is required to process the panther ore body, uh, which we're currently mining, um, and expect to uh, processing that in probably about six months' time. From, from, well, from there, no, from there, let's go and have a chat a bit more about uh, some of the other things that have been going on, because a, a recent announcement as well came through further to that one, and that was uh, timely just in time for our podcast recording for this one in the lead up to the end of the year. So Darren, today we've got a release of information. It's that drilling has extended the Lost Dog Gold system and the Air Corps drilling results confirm that uh, with the mineralised system continuing to the east for about another 700 odd metres. Grades in excess of one gram per tonne are present over the two parallel paleo channel horizons at depths between 15 and 25 metres. And that has further identified a resource potential at Lost Dog. That continues on that shallow sort of environment for you, doesn't it? So we know the Paleo Channel extends for some thirty odd kilometres, but uh, the the mineralisation uh, we 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 had some sniffs out further to the east, and we we were very confident that we could add some more ounces in this area. But it's taken a while to get out there and drill it. So we've drilled it on two hundred metre sections, and um, still broad space drilling at the moment. Uh, but yeah, very very encouraging for that near mine extension of the lost dog ore body. The, the next step is to go and do some more infill drilling. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we see, we're very confident that we'll be adding uh, adding ounces to the resource and um, confident of the economic the, the opportunities that come with that. I suppose, yeah. yeah. Yep. Darren, um, obviously with that further as well becomes the opportunity for people to see some of these grades. Now, some of them were in excess of the one gram per tonne, which is, is that a cutoff for you, the one gram of, at the moment? No, the cutoff at the moment is about uh, 0.4, the current gold price and our operating operating costs. So, yeah, one gram is 
quite economic for us. <laughs> it's not far off what we'd call high grade. Okay. okay. Um, it's uh, yeah. So we're very bullish that one gram material convert to uh, reserve. Also, the two pa- uh, parallel paleo channel horizons at depths. Can you give us some further details of those? Because obviously that means that it's not a, a deep ore body. No, we're, it's the same as the lost dog ore body. Uh, realistically, it's at the same level continuing out to the east. So uh, the fact that it, it breaks into two separate paleo channels is probably more a case that we've just got a lack of drilling there at this stage. Um, we, the, the system definitely gets weaker out that way. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, by no means, yeah, it's probably slightly less economic, but um, it, it'll still be still be in reserve golden cat now the name golden cat you would think would be you know pretty good but unfortunately the the results from the first pass of rc drilling were completed uh with the 16 angled rc holes being drilled for 920 um results were not encouraging really from that area uh no so a lot of nuggets were found in that area and had some good structure but yeah on this occasion we we drilled it come up pretty barren but it's a part of the the black cat area which we're pretty bullish on um, there's a lot going on geologically in that black cat region um, so it, it was one of the one of the areas that um, we plan to test over the next year two years okay uh, um, the alley cat trend though a first pass of that air core drilling program was completed over alley cat yep. um, some of the uh, details out of that one require further air core testing of this is that right yeah, that, that, that's correct. Yeah, it's pretty broad-space drilling that we've done there, but we plan to follow up uh, in that area later in 2021. So some other um, higher-priority targets we'll, we'll probably put ahead of that at this stage. Now, tell us about the water and the gold exploration drilling south of Black Cat, because that's completed as well. We've got some a- a- assays which are due hopefully early January, but as anyone in the industry knows at the moment, trying to get assay results on time is, uh, is a bit of a, a banked-up sort of occasion. We won't go into that, but we, we will do is go in to find out a bit more about some of that water that's out there. Has that been able to help necessitate the operation? Yeah, so we originally started drilling out that way to uh, locate the paleo channel, uh, define the paleo channel, and find the water uh, as much as explore for gold. So, yeah, we were able to uh, identify where the paleo channel goes um, and whilst drilling for the water, we, we were assaying and uh, you had some good hits beneath the paleo channel, um, which is interesting for us um, considering that the lost dog ore body did come in solution, so we're quite encouraged by the fact that we're hitting gold beneath the, the paleo channel. So. Okay, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that one, obviously, from those further assay results are expected. Darren, early next year you'll see some ongoing of the drill programs, not only for Geordie but also for further on for Beacon Minerals out towards the uh, the, the Lindsay tenements. Tell us more about the Lindsay's tenements because uh, there's some drills that are due out there in January. Yep, so we've um, got an option to to explore on those tenements. Um, we're we're quite hopeful um, that uh, of finding some platinum palladium out out in those tenements got some very good soil anomalies in uh uh in the previous uh information that we've acquired uh so yeah we'll be we'll be out there drilling for a couple of weeks yeah the back half of january fantastic news to hear and obviously with the uh announcement that was out on the market on the friday the december 18th uh graham just very quickly, Darren's gone through quite an extensive amount there for Geordie, but um, before we get into some shareholder questions for today, probably just a bit of a, a summary of all of that and also further back, uh, November continued on and then into the recent announcement and obviously this is something that you've been keen to be working on, but a bit of backlog, we ended up getting those results out towards the end of the month. 
Yes, so Darren uh, now has a senior geologist by the name of Zane, Zane Padman, who Darren's worked with before, is heading up the exploration program, but assisted by a local consulting geologist, Greg Jorgensen, overseen by Darrell Marperson. So next year we'll see Beacon undertake quite a lot of expira- exploration, on it, mainly on its own tenements or, in the case of Lindsay's, tenements that are under option. So uh, I think the shareholders can look forward to results. Hopefully they're good. Uh, but the market will judge the results as they come out. But there is a still a delay in assay results. Uh, the, uh, currently our delay is five weeks, and that does slow programs up, but we'll continue to do a stage program, and we won't be um, uh, rushing along and just blowing shareholders' money uh, unnecessarily. Looking at uh, the AGM, just the dividend policy and capital structure, can you give us some more indication from the process that was at the AGM for that? Yes, uh, I think we outlined uh, our dividend policy within the uh, the meeting itself. It was keen. Uh, there is a, a general uh, view that uh, Beacon should pay dividends or resume paying dividends under the current management, and we'll certainly be looking at that uh, post the end of January. And in the first week of February, we'll be looking seriously at what we can do as far as a dividend goes to our shareholders. Well, I think we've spoken in about four out of our five podcasts about dividends. So uh, it's one that the, there is a, a hot topic, you could say, for many people talking to you about Beacon Minerals. I suppose that comes from your background as well from from uh, previous operations before the Geordie Gold Project. Well, I think there's got to be a mix of dividends and uh, growth in a share, a share price. I, re- I realise that a lot of the uh, hedge funds and funds want to see growth in the share price. We've got a lot of, lot of small shareholders in, in Western Australia and to a lesser extent in Victoria. And I think that they would like to see some money roll into a bank account and uh, without having to sell any shares. So I think that in, in February, we'll be in a position to have a serious look at uh, a dividend for our shareholders. Moving on to some questions from the shareholders as well. The US dollar set to fall and the Aussie dollar rising. Has there been thoughts on the hedging and the future of hedging? Well, the hedging, we have cleared all our hedging and uh, I've got to say that it wasn't particularly successful except for the last uh, uh, maturity of the last contract. And that does make you nervous of doing uh, forward sales, but if we were to acquire another project or, or do something where the margins are thinner, we would have to have a look at a, a, a bit of hedging to lock in, hopefully, what would be a profit on a on a new project. With with Beacon structure of Lost Dog, obviously uh, its costs are closely in line with the original pre-feasibility study, so we've got a wide margin there with gold today at 24.72. The rising A dollar against the US dollar is a concern. It was 76.2 this morning. And uh, unfortunately, people are predicting 80 cents, which will not help us. But at the same time, the US dollar price of gold is going up. And the technical position, as I'm told yesterday, is looking quite strong in US uh, dollars for gold. So it may just uh, cancel itself out. And then hopefully uh, we'll see... uh, a reduction in the uh, A dollar below 76 cents. It won't happen in the short term. We see it strengthening in the short term, but perhaps uh, later in next year we may see a reduction. With low lending costs, has there been any thoughts on bank funding for future expansions and acquisitions of any assets? Yeah, at the board meeting in October, there was a resolution that the board engaged with one or two banks and looked to establish a, a, a loan facility because certainly we're seeing interest rates at, at incredible lows. As a matter of fact, I had a chap in my office yesterday and he said Westpac Bank were prepared to lend 
uh, high purchase a drill rig at 2.3% interest, which is incredible for a high-risk industry like a drill rig or drilling. Um, so, yeah, we're, I, I think from a beacon's point of view, any major expansion would, would be done with borrowed funds. There's no point. If it can't stand up to a project loan, we shouldn't be doing it. Further over to the page with some further questions. Probably, Darren, you can answer a few of these ones. How has Beacon been travelling with the staff and talent recruitment in the current environment and how we see things? Uh, yeah, it's been uh, difficult with the uh, current climate. Um, most companies, from what I can see, are, are struggling to retain and acquire people. But, um, yeah, we're a pretty small team. So we, I've basically held out to try and uh, wait for the right person, the right fit, and um, as Graham uh, alluded to, Zane Padman, being our geology manager, I'm very comfortable that he's going to um, really add value to the team, so qu- quite happy there. Uh, also in, uh, employed a tech services superintendent in the past three to four months, Rennie Leo, who's a senior surveyor, who's stepping up into a, an engineering role. Very happy with those two coming in on the tech side of uh, the staff. The, the rest of the teams, we're, no, we're going okay. We've got a pretty small team out there and a uh, small site. We've got the ability to to a to attract people who are not always trying to chase a dollar, they're, they're looking for a for a um, a lifestyle, for a lifestyle, good yeah. place, well, and a, just a good site to work. Yeah. <laughs> Has the shortage in experienced drilling staff affected exploration programs for you? No, not really. Our programs um, to date have been pretty small, uh, so we we're actually finding that getting a couple of weeks here and there for for a drill rig isn't. Um, being, being so close to Kalgoorlie as well, um, it's working out okay. Uh, we've had Jarrafire, Blue Speck, uh, Raglan, um, but the main the mainstay is um, Prospect Drilling, who um, just started up, Cameron Allery, who's a very experienced driller around the goldfields. He's gone out on his own, um, and his availability has been very good for the air core drilling. Uh, moving over to some other questions, uh, I suppose oppie holders and all those sorts of things, you can't disclose too much, Graham, at this point in time for those who do have the options. And I know you spoke about um, dividends and potential dividends on, on a future horizon for Beacon Minerals, but um, did you want to shed any yes, light no, for options? I will, I will uh, Glenn. I mean, uh, we've got 880 option holders and we must uh, give them, if there was to be a dividend, announced post the half-yearly review of the financial accounts of the company and the performance, they would have to be given a fair bit of time uh, allowing for mail delays and that to to have the opportunity to exercise their options. So that period that we previously suggested of two weeks would probably be longer. It might be as long as four weeks to allow the option holders to convert to shares and participate in the dividend. So... Um, uh, all shareholders and option holders are treated equally. No one, no one will be given any preference, and the, the small option holders will be given plenty of notice that uh, uh, to exercise their options and and hurry up and and get the uh, exercised money in so they can participate in the dividend. It's all been well thought through. Okay, uh, share buybacks. Anything in regards to that one? That's probably one that is uh, pretty high level as well. Oh, oh, yeah, look, Glenn, uh, we've obviously looked at, at, at share buybacks. We've looked very thoroughly at what we can to do. So really our first milestone was to pay back the debenture holders, and we've done that, and probably then strengthen the, the technical team out there, and Darren has now recruited Zane and uh, Rennie to provide him high-level technical assistance, continue the exploration program. 
Paying a dividend uh, is a little bit uh, probably old school to some extent for a lot of these small to medium scale mining companies, but I'm a bit of a believer in a dividend. It will be unfranked, uh, and we did have four criteria sitting over the top of the dividend, but I can say that if the operations are going all right, one of those criteria may be ignored. Uh, Further to that, uh, I suppose looking towards Christmas and the new year, and there's a fair bit going on for Beacon Minerals, isn't there? Oh, yes. Look, look, Glenn, there's no doubt the future looks good for Beacon out at Geordie. We've established a, a milling operation in a good area. Uh, we did have a bit of a hiccup with water, but that's been resolved. Uh, we are working through the tailing stamp. There is a, a degree of delay in approvals, which will cause us some grief if we're not able to move them forward in the first quarter of next year. But, but I've got to say that uh, the mines department are very responsive to to small companies if they go along and approach them in a reasonable basis. Just going back, I didn't quite answer the share buyback one, but I certainly, uh, I think in late in 2021, uh, unless something dramatic happens, we would look seriously at a share buyback to improve the, the growth of the share price and allow people to exit the stock at a reasonable price if that suits their own uh, desires. But um, you know, we're conscious of shareholders. Uh, certainly half a dozen of the major shareholders uh, own 30 or 35% of the issue, issued capital of the company. So we are shareholder-driven, um, and, but we've also got to take into account the fact that there are people who want to see a growth in the share price and plus a return of capital via a dividend. Bit of a reflective question for you now, Graham. as we're 12, 13, 14 months on since uh, the Mines Minister, Bill Johnson, opened up the Beaker Minerals operation officially. Uh, how are you feeling? Oh, no, obviously I'm feeling quite comfortable and uh, we're debt-free. We have money in the bank. We're accumulating cash. The The project has gone broadly in accordance with the, uh, with the pre-feasibility study. It's hard to do that. Uh, I think Darren and uh, Zane and uh, Rennie will complete a ore reserve statement. Probably the earliest will be, be uh, there will be a partial ore reserve, reserve statement at the end of April. Uh, but we will have to, uh, from a statutory point of view, do one at the end of June. So we're looking forward to that and we think that the shareholders will be positively uh, impacted by the results of the share reserve, uh, sorry, the ore reserve statement. Graham McGarry, Managing Director with Beacon Minerals and also the Registered Mine Manager who's out there at the Geordie Gold Project for Beacon Minerals. Darren Gaby, gents, thanks very much and all the very best for 2021. Thank you, Glenn. Thanks, Glenn. The Crib Room series of podcasts are produced by Industry Link Media. Subscribe to podcasts via your audio platform and via industrylinkmedia.com. This is a Crib Room podcast.